Welcome to the Kinky Cast, a sexually explicit podcast. If you are under 18 years of age, stop the podcast now. This is episode 202 of our weekly exploration in the kinky world of BDSM and alternative relationships. Views expressed are not representative of the management of the Kinky Cast. We welcome guests with opposing viewpoints. Today, we present Venus Queen on finding a cockhold relationship. Here's your hosts, Woody and the Beast. Thank you, Max, and welcome to another edition of the Kinky Cast. And I'm out on the West Coast today in the lovely city of Vancouver with uh, Venus. Hello, Venus. Hello. Venus, I was poking around on FET like I often do, and I run across this amazingly articulately put together profile in this web page, and it was amazing what I run across. You are a brilliant woman, and you got this quest, this serious quest for a life partner. Yes. Now, your quest is a little different than a lot of people's search for a mate, isn't it? Yes, it really is. Quite unique. Can you tell our users what you're looking for? Yeah, I'm looking for something that's really, really, really hard to find. Um, I'm looking for a life partner, someone who I uh, am in love with and someone who is a cuckold. So someone who um, wants a one-sided open relationship where I'm not sexually monogamous and he is so it's actually very very difficult to find because i can find someone who can be on the same spectrum of cuckolding as me but i'm not either attracted to or don't have a connection with so finding both of those things in one person's been really hard that's what i'm looking for now, uh, this goes along a little bit beyond him being monogamous. The cuck often receives very little direct sexual pleasure from his partner. Is that, is that your definition or are you yeah. a little more liberal with that? Yeah, no, I always, I, I think about it as, oh, there's always some, some form of sexual denial and it can be, you know, quite severe or it can be pretty mild. But yeah, I I do believe that there's always some kind of sexual denial with a cuckold. So this is not a, a equal relationship at all. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> uh, what about the outside of the uh, bedroom? Does does that power rest in in you outside that, or is there some more equality there? Or yeah, there's more equal inequality there for me. I mean, it's not like that in all kind of cuckold relationships, but for me, I definitely do like to be in more of a female-led relationship um, behind the bedroom door and in regular everyday life as well. You were in one of these relationships for a number of years, weren't you? I was not for a number of years. It was actually not, not a long time. I was about six months from my first cuckold relationship and it was through distance, which was a little bit challenging. But at that time, when I first had this kind of relationship, I knew I didn't want anything else after that. It had to be this or nothing. Was this a late in life relationship or is this right out of college or when did this occur? Oh, this was recently. This was about two and a half years ago. 
And yeah, so it was fairly recently. I had been in open um, relationships before that, but I, I didn't know what cuckolding was. I didn't know that there was such a thing as like a one-sided open relationship. I knew that I always really wanted that, but I didn't even know it existed up until I met my first cuckold boyfriend. So you failed it, but you didn't know it had a name yet. Exactly. <laughs> that is amazing. And we hear that story so often, don't we? Yeah. And it's, it's probably the same reaction from everybody when you find what it is that you've been searching for and you didn't even know that you were really searching for it. But when you found it, it just feels so right. It, it feels like this is exactly what you need in your life. You are a woman in your 30s. Yes. You had several relationships earlier in your life. And mm -hmm. how did those relationships go? I was in a monogamous relationship for 13 years. Hiss, hiss. That M word, <laughs> that M word. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I tried really hard with that. And then after that, I was married for a short period of time. Um, and then before and after that, it was uh, just open relationships here and there. So, yeah, I was happy, but I knew I wasn't, I didn't have what I what I needed in life. So you were happy, but not fulfilled. Yeah, exactly. You have a extra layer to your story. You're also a uh, queen of spades. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and for our listeners, uh, you've seen the, uh, the meatball, but our guest is a very beautiful, very blonde young lady there's definitely that color contrast so were you brought up in a situation where color was was not a factor i'd never really had a preference before and never really thought about it but um it wasn't until in my early 30s when i started to become attracted to darker skin and then it wasn't until my first cuckold boyfriend where we talked a little bit about seeking out specifically black men and so I said, sure, I'll, I'll do that and found a few who, uh, had some very, very good experiences with. And after that, I just thought, okay, I think that I'm just going to stick with this for now. And eventually I, I, I don't know if I just changed the way that my, my brain gets turned on, but now black men just turn me on all the time and white men not so much <laughs> so the switch has been flipped it has it has yeah <laughs> uh, what was that first ex experience like uh with the color boundary it was amazing actually i had a really incredible encounter with um a married black man and he was in an open marriage still is and the two of us just had an incredible time together and eventually his wife would put a stop to that. <laughs> I think she realized how much fun we were having. And so she put a stop to that. And then after that, I just really wanted to find someone to replace him. And I was on a bit of a mission and <laughs> my second experience um, with one of my favorite bulls ever it was just amazing. Like not just the, the, his size, but 
just the things that he would try with me and wow, it's just on a whole different level. And after that, I was really hooked. <laughs> now, for our listeners that are new to this and some of you are first timers, this, this gets kind of a, uh, of a complicated area because we're not actually espousing racism at all here, are we? It's, no, not at all. Uh, even though we use terms like bull and, and, and queen of spades and, and we aren't, uh, we, we, we aren't looking at, 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 at racism here. Can you help our listeners understand that maybe a little bit better? Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, it's just a sexual preference. It's, um, it doesn't really have anything to do with the race itself. It's just, it, and it's all very positive. I, I don't know. It's just the way that my brain works in order to be able to be turned on. It takes a certain level of um, confidence and it takes a certain level of masculinity. And I seem to find those a lot in black men. It's not to say that it's not all of them. And it's, you know, it's just something that I look for and I find and I seek out and it it's there's nothing negative about it. And on the sexual side, had you had uh, encounters with uh, with uh, black men before you went down the cuckold path? I might have in high school. I really don't remember. <laughs> but they didn't stand out like they do now. Right. <laughs> you have this with your married man. You have this date set up. Is it a date or is it uh, a straight straight to the fuck with your with with your first time? It's definitely not like a romantic date. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so there was a dinner and a and a movie, huh? No, no. <laughs> Help our listeners. What unfolded? Yeah, I wrote about this a little bit on my blog, but it was really such an incredible experience for me. I I never experienced anything like that before in my life, and. Because it was uh, long distance, it was um, cuckolding over the phone. And I think that's a more gentle way to ease into cuckolding than to have someone there watching in the room. But as soon as I got there, I was on the phone and I was standing in front of this guy and I was talking to my cuck boyfriend at the time and telling him what I was doing and explaining it and then but he was also just listening and it was such an intimate and erotic experience for me not just because someone was listening and somebody knew what was going on but because I really loved this guy and he was sharing this moment with me he was getting turned on by it and I was getting turned on by his reaction to it it was just it was amazing and afterwards it literally felt like a high like for several days after that it's all I was thinking about. Him and I were just talking about it like crazy. And it just felt like it brought us even closer together. We had such a strong connection after that. After that, I just thought, oh, this whole cuckolding thing is, is truly incredible. Like, it's amazing. Now, with your, with, with your cuck partner, you are the queen. And yes. I'll say that, that you are Venus queen. <laughs> yes. But now with your uh, bull, are you an equal partner or do you take a submissive role or? Yeah, um, I would say mostly equal, but definitely somewhat submissive. I, I'm not, I like, I don't feel like I'm in a 
a slave, a slave or a servant kind of a role with one of my black guys. But I definitely, I guess, am sexually submissive to a degree. You have this first encounter, and I'm visualizing that that you're sharing, and the cuck is listening, yes. and you got this black uh, bull that you don't know super well. I imagine. Yeah, you had a little bit of a connection, enough 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 of a connection to to agree to the encounter, and yes. you're sinking to your knees for the first time. Yes. What was in your head? I mean, you had this feedback loop going on, you and the cuck and the bull. What was in your head at that moment when you're on your knees crossing the line? Yeah, that was amazing. What was going through my mind at that time? I just really wanted my cuckold to know what I was doing at that moment. So I was there just staring at this huge black cock and just about to have it slide down my throat and I wanted him to hear all of that like as if he was right next to me that's what I was thinking in my mind so you were somewhat vocal in your descriptions and uh, and and then you definitely give a very vocal performance I imagine yes absolutely and the bull, uh, he's not just a living and breathing dildo in this encounter (laughs) he is a person yes so how's he dealing with this you know, all of my black guys um, are a friend to me as well. So not just someone who I randomly hook up with, although I do randomly hook up with some guys sometimes. But I would say all of my black guys are, are like a friend to me. So I have a lot of respect for them. They have a lot of respect for me. They totally respect and appreciate my lifestyle and the fact that I like to do this, and they all enjoy it a lot. So <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Your pictures show you to be a very attractive woman. <laughs> and I can well imagine them being behind you and, and pounding away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're going to enjoy it. They enjoy it. <laughs> and with you howling yeah. in, in the process. Yeah, I'm not very quiet. So, <laughs> Which, which works, works really well for the long-distance situation. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. Now, the rest of your world, they have to know uh, about your preference to a degree because you are one of the more bold women out there and you got your preference tattooed on your body. Yes, it's true. I have three Queen of Spades tattoos, all of which I've had in the last two years. And um, I love them. I love them all. I don't know if I'll get any more than three, but I think three is definitely it's enough for now. <laughs> well, I know the I, I know you have a highly visible ankle tattoo. Yes, I do. Yeah, one of my ankle, and then one that's like right above my pussy. That's my favorite one, and then one on the back of my neck. You have two highly visible to the to the real world tattoos. Yes. How did your friends and and family and everybody take to this. First off, did they know what they meant? Yeah, my circle of friends um, are very open-minded, non-judgmental. Most of them are in open relationships themselves. So this is not a shock that I'm into all of this. They love it. And they're not into it themselves, but they appreciate that I am. So I didn't have any sort of odd reactions from them at all. My family, they didn't really ask a lot about it. I think I said something like, 
um, it's my lucky hand in poker or something like that. But anyway, they didn't ask a lot of questions. <laughs> and we don't usually have in-depth conversations with our family about sex. So Yeah. Yeah. What about the vanilla world uh, that you come in contact? You're a professional woman. So how does that work? Yeah, I've had a few people ask what it means. And I usually just tell them the truth um, and just say it very nonchalantly. And um, they, they just kind of say, oh, that's interesting. I've never heard of that. And that's about it. <laughs> and occasionally, I'm sure you get somebody that knows what it is and try to approach you on it, uh, either either uh, white or black. And uh, any memorable encounters that have, have occurred? You will probably be surprised to hear that no one has ever actually recognized it and approached me about it. I am shocked. <laughs> yes, I'm disappointed by it. <laughs> I would have thought that a a bar stool and a and a and a skirt and a dangling foot would have would have <laughs> would have provoked some kind of reaction by now. I I maybe it's because I live in Vancouver and people here just they do not know what it means. Even a lot of the black guys here in Vancouver don't know what it means. So if I were to go down to the U.S., I think I I would definitely have people approach me about it, but. I'm waiting until the day <laughs> that it happens. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's going to be interesting whether whether it's a cuck candidate or it's a bull candidate. That that that's going to be a hot moment either way. I'm sure. Yes, yes. Now you have went even further with your ankle tattoo, though, and you have actually added a name of your cuck. Yes, that was my second cuck who passed away um, last year. Uh, right before he passed away, I had that, I had his name put underneath my Queen of Spades symbol on my ankle. So he's with you now forever. Yes. Yeah. Physically has as well as emotionally. Yes, absolutely. The search. You have started a website and what's that website called? Yeah, it's called venuscuckledress.com. So I started that about, oh, it's coming up on two years ago now. And I love it. It's just been amazing. I'm so glad I, I started it. Do you get me people reaching out to you wanting help and advice in their own path? I do. I get a lot of emails from cuckolds. I was hoping to hear from a lot more women when I created that blog, but it has yet to happen. <laughs> uh, well, that may change here because you're getting a larger, larger audience. We have several thousand listeners every week to our podcast and every podcast gets listened to three to five thousand guests every over the course of its life. So your audience is increasing. Well, that would be great. I mean, cause that, that was part of the reason why I wanted to write about my, my thoughts and experiences in this lifestyle was to have it coming from a woman's perspective. And to hopefully show other women that this is not just some, you know, kinky kind of fantasy. It's an actual relationship. And it's, um, I hope to be able to, uh, have women understand that on a better level because cuckolding is just so misunderstood in general. It is. And there, but there's so many different ways to do it. Yes. And yours is kind of in the middle. There are there are more extremes on both ends, 
for oh, sure. Definitely. Yeah. Do you believe in the male chastity device? I love male chastity. Yes, I love it. <laughs> and do you have a, a particular device that you want to plug out there for its effectiveness? Yes, actually, um, my favorite male chastity devices are the ones from MatureMetal.com, and I love the fact that they are custom made, so um, you can get the right fit. I think you can have a lot of challenges if you just buy one off the shelf. So um, I really like those ones, and I like the stainless steel. I, I like the fact that they look like they're for long-term wear. And with the custom fit? It's fit correctly, and there's no cheating the system in them, are they? Right. It can't get out. <laughs> and, and arousal has its price, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. They, I didn't realize that they have these little punishment pins that you can have uh, installed in them. So if he does try to get hard, it'll just really hurt. <laughs> and how does that play with you? You have your bull who is hyper-aroused at this point because he's yes. got a lovely blonde stroking him or sucking him. or And, and you got your physical sensations and you got your emotional sensations going on. And you got your cuck on the other end of the line or on, in the corner. The goal is to arouse him. Yes. And, and, <laughs> and that very arousal is punishment. So how's that going to play, you think, when it when it finally comes comes together? You know, I'm definitely open to having my cuck not be in chastity during those sessions, during those moments. That's totally fine for me. But I do really like my cuck to be wearing chastity um, during sort of like everyday things. And as part of, you know, just learning how to spend less time thinking about himself and spend more time thinking about me. And this is such a interesting thought you just had, because from my brief interaction with you, you do not seem self-centered at all. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I have this sort of balance of being a very caring person and also just wanting to be the center of attention. So the process, what is the ideal cook? Oh, the ideal cook is first and foremost, someone who I have a connection with. And that's most important to me, but also somebody who believes in um, that sort of power imbalance that we talked about earlier in everyday life. Um, there's lots of cucks out there who just want that in the bedroom and not outside of the bedroom. So that can be tricky, but also someone who puts my needs um, first and treats me like a queen. Venus queen. Yes. Now, uh, for this, is this, this is preferably a in-person arrangement? Um, what do you mean? Has in somebody that lives with or near you or is a long distance your preference or what's the arrangement? Oh, yes. Like the long distance thing, I'm really not a fan of it anymore. It was fine in the beginning, but, um, it's got its challenges. I definitely want someone who I would be living with. This is going to be very challenging because there's, not a lot of cucks here in Vancouver at all or near Vancouver. So it's usually, you know, if I do find somebody, they're quite far away. This presents a lot of problems. And there's an added complication. You have children, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. That's an extra. He has to fit into the family situation. Yeah, it's a package deal. So <laughs> he's got to be okay with that. 
And yeah, he's, he's got to fit into that appropriately. To help with our listeners who may be picking up their pen for the application process, <laughs> do you have a preference on white collar, blue collar, or? That doesn't really matter so much to me as long as, um, you know, it's someone who's not struggling in their life to be able to, you know, get by. That's important to me. I don't really want to have to deal with that. So, yeah. So the interesting thing is you want a rather submissive male that is successful. Yeah, that's important to me. So it does get more complicated, don't it? <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> it definitely doesn't make it any easier. <laughs> now, the bull, are you looking to fill that slot with a specific individual, or are you looking to keep that very open and fluid? Oh, definitely open and fluid, Yeah. I have several black guys who I see fairly regularly, some of them who are local and some of them who are not. And, but there's always room for more. Pardon me. You're a bit of a slut too, right? I absolutely am. <laughs> <laughs> this search has been going on for a couple of years now, right? Oh, yes. It's been very frustrating. It really has been very frustrating, but I have gone on a date actually last night with a cuck fairly local to me who it seems quite promising so oh wow so so we're here on the on the possible beginnings of something here possible <laughs> yes <laughs> what is the interview date with a cuck lot can you share a little bit about that so the candidates that are wanting to explore this get an idea of how proper behavior is because you know they have in their minds something that may not exactly be what their queen wants Right. So I will explain how it went yesterday. <laughs> he drove here and showed up with some flowers and a necklace. And we went out for lunch together. And um, that was lovely. We came back to my place and he gave me a full body massage as I watched a movie. And that was just great. I love that kind of attention. Then I locked him in chastity which of course was necessary. <laughs> and we went out for a really nice dinner. After that, we went to, there's a like a little reggae dance hall bar here in Vancouver. We went there, lots of black men. So I had him just sort of stand to the side and hold my things and hold my drink for me while I went and danced with some beautiful black men. And um, I didn't want to stay out too late. So we left fairly early and came back to my house and had him completely worship my pussy and my ass for a little while before we went to sleep. So lovely first date. <laughs> the cucks that are listening, you do get some of what you want. And yes. the fact that, 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 that he did get to taste the um, nectar of the goddess. <laughs> yes. And he got his, his humiliation as he was standing there, on the sidelines, uh, has you flirted shamelessly? Yes, exactly. From what I understand, this is the ideal scenario for, for many cooks. Yes, this is what they love. This is what they want. And they just want to be involved like that. And that's what I want, too. So everybody wins in that situation. Well, hopefully your search is going to uh, pick up some steam here. And if this isn't the one, that the next one will be the one. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm optimistic. It's, it's been a, it's been a bit of a frustrating process, 
um, in my search. So I'm, if it comes to an end soon, I'd be very happy. But there's no rush either, I don't think, are they? No, I mean, I, I really am looking for someone to, I want to marry this person and I want to spend the rest of my life with them. So it has to be right. Question, who proposes in this relationship? <laughs> Definitely the cuck. <laughs> <laughs> Down on one knee whimpering, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've never had a, a a BBC gangbang before in my life, and I'm saving that for my wedding night. That's the one and only thing that I really, truly want. So that'll be exciting. You are a brave woman. <laughs> are you a size queen also? I really am, yes. <laughs> you are a brave woman indeed. Um <laughs> Let's see, four or five, six men, all sporting eight to ten. You're going to be a mess the next morning. A happy girl, but a mess. Oh, I'll definitely be walking with a limp for a while. I know it. What a way to go. What a way to go. Venus, has been great talking to you. Thank you. And I do wish you luck on your search. And can you give the listeners that website one more time? Yes, it's venuscuckoldress.com. All right. Thank you, ma'am. Have a good day. Thank you. You have been listening to episode 202 of the Kinky Cast. For more information about this show, go to kinkycast.com. The Kinky Cast is a production of Rooster in the Round. On behalf of all our Kinky crew, I'm Max. See you next week when we present Susan Wright of the National Coalition for Sexual Freedom on headlines in the news. Music